Welcome to Skift Travel Spotlight, the future of tourism in Saudi Arabia. Saudi's Vision 2030 was announced in 2016 as a broad economic transformation strategy aimed at diversifying its economy with tourism as a central pillar. To achieve this, hundreds of billions of dollars are being invested into giga projects across deserts, mountains, and waterfronts, all of which are expected to be operational by 2030. This strategic investment in tourism is incredibly ambitious and its scale is unprecedented among destinations. In this podcast, Skift explores the vision, progress, innovations, and opportunities shaping travel in Saudi Arabia through a series of conversations recorded at and around the world travel market in London. Welcome to Skift Travel Spotlight, the future of tourism in Saudi Arabia. In this episode, Kate Anderson, creative strategist at Skift, speaks with Hazem El Hasmet to discuss progress towards Vision 2030 goals and how he sees tourism reshaping the country going forward. with Hazel al President of Europe and Americas at Saudi Tourism Authority. It's great to have you here on the podcast. Uh, very nice to be here, Kate, and thank you very much for giving me the opportunity uh, to participate and share some of our views when it comes to the tourism topic from a Saudi perspective. Great. Well, let's dive right in. So recently, the Saudi Ministry of Tourism revised its 2030 target to 150 million visitors. That's up from the initial 100 million. What's the thinking behind reaching for this even bigger tourism goal? So as uh, uh, some of the listeners might know, uh, Saudi has been embarking on a very ambitious journey uh, to build uh, uh, a legacy in the tourism sector that has started in 2019. Uh, We have a very clear vision to be amongst the top five global destinations for inbound uh, travelers by 2030. And for that, we are investing across the value chain to ensure that we not only have um, the right to win uh, in this uh, arena, but also uh, be able to achieve those results uh, on a steady way. Um, As we started our journey, uh, results came in the first three years in a way that uh, positively surprised us. Uh, By the end of 2022, we had already reached uh, around 96 million uh, visitors uh, that include both uh, domestic and inbound visitors. Uh, Saudi as a a country uh, uh, leadership thinks in a very agile way a way that um, is consistent with all the changes that happen in the environment and context. As we had uh, 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 approached our uh, original target for 2030, very early on, uh, leadership uh, thought that uh, it is a good idea for us to revise the targets up. Uh, We like to stay uh, on the edge, uh, always stretch ourselves to achieve bigger and better results as we move forward. And as such, um, a decision has been uh, done to revise the targets up. uh, And now our new target by 2030 is to uh, receive around 150 million visits per year. And certainly a really exciting goal and milestone to be aiming for. And 
Curious, as the the president for Europe and America's at Saudi Tourism Authority, um, would love to hear your thoughts on what role the U.S. and European markets are going to play in Saudi's overall tourism strategy. Well, uh, the markets I look after, uh, uh, predominantly, predominantly North America, South America, and Europe, are very important markets for us. Um, um, there is a great... Uh, uh, addressable market. Uh, there are uh, numbers of visitors uh, that are leading the world in terms of outbound tourism. We would like to capture some of that opportunity. Uh, the different uh, visitor segments there enjoy a great deal of purchasing power. They look for the new, and um, uh, we believe we can we can uh, uh, enjoy some of that uh, value. Uh, additionally. Um, for both Europe and uh, and the U.S. specifically, visitors there are uh, uh, very highly influential in their ability to influence the global travel trends and tastes. It is important for us to connect with those uh, segments, uh, serve them right, and um, uh, hopefully they will uh, have testimonies, positive ones, about Saudi as a tourism destination, which will enable us also to roll out into other uh, source markets globally as well. Absolutely. So it's kind of the combination of that purchasing power and the the global influence as well in the markets. What type of experiences will Saudi Arabia offer to the millions of visitors that are going to be coming to the the country? Well, um, um, you know, having read all uh, the the, uh, research and insight pieces about uh, uh, the level of awareness and knowledge that uh, visitors within Europe and, uh, and, uh, and the Americas know about Saudi as a tourism destination, we believe um, uh, there is a huge gap between what they think and what reality is. In fact, Saudi is not just a destination that is uh, reflective of desert and desert dunes. We definitely have those, and we believe that the experiences we've built around those uh, uh, contexts are amazing and worthy of visitation. However, Saudi is also very diverse from a typography perspective, from a, a, a cultural perspective. Saudi has been, this land has been uh, in the crossroads uh, of, of uh, global trade routes uh, historically, from uh, Asia in the east to Africa in the west and uh, Europe uh, in the north. So uh, you would find a lot of traces from uh, different cultures, different uh, backgrounds, and uh, uh, that is reflective in our art, uh, culture, heritage, uh, fashion, architecture, and and um, uh, the tourism um, uh, plan and the tourism vision that we have uh, enable us to show the world who we really are uh, and what we have to offer. Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, Saudi, uh, on the west coast of Saudi, we enjoy around 1,800 kilometers of uh, coastal line on the Red Sea, one of the most beautiful, pristine uh, uh, seas in the world, where uh, where uh, marine life is still vibrant, and um, uh, for that opportunity to be salvaged, uh, we have announced... Uh, a number of projects across this coastal line to to provide um, uh, 
uh, great experiences for different kinds of segments and different tiers. Uh, I'll give you a couple of examples. We have the Red Sea project where uh, uh, two hotels are already uh, operational, uh, Ascent Regis uh, and the Six Senses. Uh, in addition to that, uh, the Sindala Island in Neom is going to operate uh, three hotels by the middle uh, or by summer this year, whereby uh, uh, travelers who enjoy sun and sea, and we know that in Europe and Americas, more than 50% uh, of uh, of travelers who travel outside look for sun and sea offerings as a primary uh, travel purpose and a travel activity. Um, in addition to the coastal lines, um, we believe today uh, Saudi, with its diverse offering uh, and uh, being a home of around seven uh, UNESCO World Heritage Sites, uh, could uh, pertain to uh, consumers or visitors who are looking for a culture, heritage, adventure. Um, there, in, there is um, a lot of developments there. Um, in the Jeddah, for example, which is a cultural melting pot on the west side of Saudi Arabia. There is uh, Dir'iyah, which is um, uh, uh, adjacent to Riyadh, uh, a 300, more than 300-year-old town that is the birthplace of Saudi Arabia and has a lot of that Arabian um, uh, culture and heritage influence. Uh, we have Medina, which is uh, one of the two holy cities that are that is open for uh, even non-Muslims from across the world to come and visit and see um, uh, what the land of Arabia and uh, uh, where the Islamic civilization started uh, uh, and can enjoy a lot of uh, a lot of activities there. In addition to those, we also have programmed a world-class. Uh, events program and events calendar that has so many cultural, sporting uh, activities and festivals. For example, uh, Middle Beast is uh, the largest music um, cultural festival in the Middle East and probably one of the largest in the world. Uh, in 2022, I believe we received around 700,000 uh, visitors to that music festival. Uh, we also host the Red Sea Film Festival, we host um, an F1 circuit in Jeddah. Um, a lot of, uh, in addition to a lot of sporting events such as uh, uh, world-class boxing events for heavyweights and other weights as well. Um, so many football or soccer uh, events. Uh, just uh, last uh, last night we hosted uh, the the Italian Super Cup uh, final between Inter Milano and Napoli two weeks before we hosted uh, the Spanish Super Cup uh, between Real Madrid and Barcelona. Uh, so many so many sporting events uh, happen, cultural events, uh, that are only going to uh, be more and better uh, in the future. Yeah, and it's exciting to hear about just the diversity of experiences that will be available and Listeners can learn more about uh, quite a few of these projects by listening to the other episodes in the podcast. So final question for today, how are you targeting American and European travelers to come visit uh, Saudi Arabia? So Saudi as a, as a tourism destination is, a, if, we, if you like, is a challenger brand. You know, it's coming, um, it's coming um uh, relatively later to the game. However, we are capitalizing on all 
learnings from other destinations, the things that we should uh, learn from and do better, and the things that we should avoid as well. So uh, in order to do that, we need to tackle different parts of uh, what we call our tourism value chain and uh, marketing funnel. Uh, Basically, we need to build uh, two major relationships. One with the travel trade, which are our most important strategic partner in this journey. Um, uh, I personally and a lot of my other colleagues travel around the world attending um, the most major uh, trade shows where we have an opportunity to showcase Saudi and uh, tell our story, show the opportunity and uh, explain to the travel trade partners how Saudi could be an, uh, a significant element of uh, their uh, business portfolio. Uh, we also invest in uh, inviting trade uh, partners who are interested in Saudi as a destination into fam trips where they can get a glimpse of Saudi, see the product and experiences for themselves, and um, through that able to curate the right packages for their uh, clientele of, uh, of uh, visitors and customers. Um, we are also investing a lot in uh, improving uh, connectivity. Uh, when we talk about connectivity uh, we and accessibility, uh, we talk about um, uh, airline routes, uh, either fortifying existing ones by uh, uh, including higher frequency to the most popular routes or even establishing new routes. If I talk about uh, Europe and America, uh, specifically, uh, as an example, the UK, if I look at the UK, we have uh, uh, around 51 inbound uh, flights weekly uh, through different airlines. Um, that number is uh, being expanded as we speak, uh, connecting different uh, uh, cities in the UK and Saudi. Uh, we are connected uh, to, to, to London. Uh, both airports in London, Heathrow and Gatwick. We, are, we have launched uh, a route uh, from Birmingham and we have an existing route uh, from Manchester as well. Uh, in addition, uh, for example, the US, if you look at the US market, I believe we have 17 direct flights that is coming from uh, Los Angeles, New York, uh, and Washington DC to both Jeddah and Riyadh. In addition, of course, to all the uh, indirect uh, routes that could, uh, uh, where, where travelers can, can, can come into Saudi through other airlines. Um, in Europe, we had uh, a, a great experience with Wizz Air uh, uh, the past year where we had a strategic plan to increase frequency of flights, uh, offer a different uh, clientele an opportunity to come to Saudi with a value proposition that is um, within their uh, capability. Uh, we are uh, intending to expand that. We're also intending to, 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 to learn from that experience and uh, create more partnerships strategic ones with the major airlines who are interested into building value through our destination as well. Well, similarly, lots of exciting partnerships already in place and I'm sure more to come on the horizon. I would like to, to add uh, one final point, you know, of that course. is important, important for me. So as I have uh, mentioned uh, the importance of trade, uh, we also fully acknowledge our um, the importance of uh, creating and fostering uh, a healthy relationship with the travelers uh, directly as well. Mm -hmm. And for that, um, our brand Saudi Welcome to Arabia is a very important uh, continuous investment that we have. 
We continue building awareness, knowledge to improve the consideration and conversion across the value chain and across the marketing funnel uh, through our different uh, through different media channels, uh, conventional ones, in addition to 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 uh, uh, a strong digital presence where we are able to showcase what Saudi has to offer and uh, pertain to the needs uh, of, of uh, specific segments that would be interested in Saudi. Hopefully, uh, you know, great brands were not uh, built uh, in a year or two. That takes time. However, we are fast tracking that investment. We are showcasing Saudi and we will continuously also support our trade partners by doing the consumer um, uh, marketing. That would help our trade partners um, uh, salvage uh, better and bigger value we invest with them through trade marketing and uh, uh, incentive programs that uh, will make saudi uh, a, a good business opportunity but also directly uh, and in support to these uh, investments we are uh, stimulating demand with the consumers and visitors directly and we will keep doing that having uh, me uh, and uh, perhaps in the future other colleagues as um, as guests in uh, in, uh, in in your platform uh, is a great opportunity for us that we appreciate a lot and uh, uh, we look forward to more engagements in the future. Absolutely, as do we. And again, thank you so much for spending time with us uh, today, and thank you for for being here. This has been another episode of the Skift Travel Spotlight, the future of tourism in Saudi Arabia, brought to you in partnership with the Saudi Tourism Authority. To learn more, head to visitsaudi.com. Thanks for listening.